0: This episode is sponsored by Moving Beyond the Page Homeschool Curriculum, How Children Want to Learn. Learn more at www.movingbeyondthepage.com.
1: Welcome to the Savvy Homeschool Moms Podcast. Episode number 55. In this episode, moms catch you up on what they've been doing since the last episode and introduce their Patreon campaign. <laughs> Honey, where's my glasses? No, no. Can I have a drink? Why is a dog wearing a tutu? Where are my shoes? Honey, is this one of your I'm science hungry. projects in the fridge? I'm hungry. I'm Tina. I'm Becky. And, and here's we're a savvy homeschool mom. So
0: Tina, what's the time code this week to skip to the end of our chit-chat?
1: 38 minutes, 44 seconds. Today's
0: show is going to be a little bit different. We don't have a homeschool topic, and that's because we didn't want to keep our listeners waiting any longer for a new episode. So this is a catch-up show where we catch you up on what we've been doing lately, and we want your feedback. What do you think? Would you like to have more of these sorts of shows from time to time if it means more frequent episodes, or would you rather that we stick to our usual format with a homeschool topic, even if that means we don't release new episodes quite as often? So take a listen, drop us a note, and let us know what you think.
1: And Tino, what have you been up to? Well, my goodness, uh, so much time <laughs> <laughs> to squeeze in. Um, let's see, my new group, uh, the Homeschooling with Experience-Based Learning group that I've been talking about in the last couple of episodes has now reached 870 members. Yay! <laughs> I think that's so exciting. And it's going really, really well, too, because we've got so much um, interaction going on in the group all the time. And um, the ladies on there are just so supportive and so like smart like the some of the stuff that they're coming up with the ideas that they're they're thinking of so um it's really neat to see everything just developing and and the way people are tweaking things and taking it and making their own still as i've mentioned before but also um uh I'm getting new people all the time and just even just recently I got another another mom that was saying how this is like changing her life and stuff so it's so cool and awesome. uh, so yeah we're in, we're continuing to enjoy it and the link will be in the show notes if you guys want to know if you haven't listened to the previous episodes where I talked about this at length um We've done a whole episode about it, and then I've also blogged about it. So there's the, the link to the group will be in the show notes, and in the group description are links to the episode where I talked about it and then the blog post about where I talked about it. So lots of information in there you can go explore and have fun. Mm-hmm. Let's see. So um, for us and our family, our stations lately have been really struggling because I've been doing this this form, this new method I've been doing for since the beginning of the school year. <laughs> and so we're at the end of the year, the last month, where everything is, you know, winding down, winding that down, t- yeah, that time of the year where everybody's like, we're so done for the year. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, so this, you know, totally normal for the end of the year and we've been doing this since August, so, um, so yeah, our stations are not going as strong as they used to, but I have every confidence that I will revamp or not revamp, but <laughs> regroup, not revamp. I don't need to revamp. It actually is a good system, <laughs> but regroup, restart <laughs> and, um, and start fresh in the fall. But, um, plus it's also getting near the end of the amazing race. Cause, um, for those of you who haven't followed all along, we've been, my kids and I follow the amazing race, um, uh, which if you're not familiar with the show, it's a fascinating show where the, the the contestants reality TV show where the contestants travel all over the world. They race around the world for a million dollars. So the last team standing basically gets a million dollars. And each country they go to, um, we do a, a group study or a um, country study on. Um, and so I have been having a blast coming up with all kinds of Cool resources to learn about the countries, but we're at the end of it, and we just did the seventh country. Actually, I'm still creating it, uh, the 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 resources for it. But um, I think my kids are a little burnt out on geography at this point. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, enough with countries. <laughs> so, and it didn't help that in the middle of the season they took a two week break. I think it right. would have been better if they had just kept going. Because now it's been going two weeks longer than it needed to, I think. So um, it would have been better. But what can you do? They have a some stupid basketball game that <laughs> they, that always, every year this happens, they take like a week or two off because of this basketball game. You'd think they'd so. figure that out ahead of time and not do that. Yeah, like do it on a different day or something. Pick a different day. I don't know. But I know there's a whole system to the days that they pick. So whatever. I'm not in TV. <laughs> sports know. So I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we're, we're not sports fans, so we don't understand. But... <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, so uh, I guess the only new thing that's happened since the last time we talked was uh, that I tweaked our checklist to give it a little more flexibility. I think I had mentioned on the show before that I was going to be um, uh, taking our, our station's checklist and giving it a little more flexibility because I had it set up with a ERCLC and a non-ERCLC Um and with specific stations that they had to do each day, and they kept going. Can I substitute this for this one? And because they just weren't <laughs> feeling like I didn't feel like I don't feel like doing the listen station today. And I was always like, Yeah, that's fine. I it's not a big deal. So I just opened it up so they can choose whatever stations they want to do. So it seems to work for them. They're still doing the stations though. So it's just it's just I think that they're they're ready for the end of the school year. And so am yeah. I. <laughs> definitely I am ready as well so um anyway let's see uh we started a geocache scavenger hunt um after we went to oh well I should say I should preface that with we went to a play downtown uh into the woods did you go to that that with us I couldn't remember I did not I actually uh, had a migraine that day oh okay that's right because you were supposed to go but then you you couldn't go right exactly Yeah, yeah I paid
0: for our tickets and everything and then I didn't get to go
1: yeah that was a bummer it was a really good show it was a kid version it was it's done by a local production company um that is a children's musical theater works and um so it was all kids doing it. Oh, my gosh, they did such a good job. I've never seen the, the actual play or the, you know, like the grown-up version or the movie yet. I hear it's a, it's pretty different, but um, it was really great for the kids. And then afterwards, I figured we were in the area because I had seen recently that on our library website that they have this geocache scavenger hunt um, for the Maltese Falcon. They're promoting the Maltese Falcon right now. and Yeah, it's the
0: big read. For this, yeah. uh, for the spring, uh, the, the library does the big read every year.
1: Uh,
0: and they do one in spring and one in fall, and they encourage everybody to read the same book. And they do all of these really awesome, like they had a spe- uh, speakeasy. But they oh. set up down uh, at the, I think it was at the downtown library, they set up a, a whole 1920 speakeasy. Oh, neat. Yeah, uh, all to go with the Maltese Falcon.
1: Oh, I should have looked into that. I haven't read the book either. I, I keep looking at the flyer at the library thinking, I really should like do something. Isn't there like a movie too or something like that? I believe there is a movie, yes. I've never read it either. It I would rather like read the my book, style. of course, but I was just thinking if I run out of time, <laughs> which mm-hmm. I always am out of time, so what am I? Who am I kidding? But, um, anyway, so we did, uh, the very first, um, clue was right near the, the theater. So, mm-hmm. and we're rarely downtown. So I was like, well, we're there. So we found the first one, then we found the second one. And then the third one was closed.
0: <laughs> oh. So,
1: cause they're all, the first two were at, um, the, uh, well, I won't, I don't know if you're going to ever do it or not. Probably not. I won't, <laughs> I won't give it away in case anybody who's listening wants to do it. Um, but they, uh, the third one, they're all so far been in local businesses. I think it, it's kind of cool how they did it because it's it's like forcing you to go into into a a local um, cultural business that maybe you might not have been into before. So it's kind of forcing people to kind of check out some of the cultural scene in uh, in Fresno.
0: Like Ortiz so, uh, America, or yeah, like-, like
1: that exactly, like that. Oh. Yeah, so. Um, the third one wasn't open. It was actually closed. And if I had checked the website ahead of time, I would have seen that the thir- that that st- it was like boxes number duh, 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 are good at this time and this day. And then, so basically that it, it said it on the website that it wasn't open on that day. So I was like, oh, well, we'll have to come back. And it said, that I think Wednesdays and Thursdays were the only two days where everything was available the same day. So we've been planning on going back, but then we ran into car problems. Ah. <laughs> and then our car has to have, is in the process of getting its transmission rebuilt yeah Mm, nothing small
0: (laughs) yeah of course not
1: of course not no and that's only like one on a long list of things that it's actually getting done and thank heavens for tax refunds but there goes our fun money because you know every tax refund you always plan to do you know responsible things and then something fun (laughs) right exactly no fun this year every single penny is going to the stupid car but at least we'll get the car done so that's good. But so, yeah, so we haven't been back because I haven't had, we've rarely had the car. And when we have, I hadn't felt like going downtown. So Uh, we had a super fun time with friends on spring break. I opened up my house for the entire week, but I only actually was taken advantage of for two days. But actually, that was pretty good because I was able to catch up on some other stuff. Um, To have friends come over to build forts. Not really much fort building happened. (laughs) (laughs) And I had so many cool things. I had all these boards and and tools and all kinds of cool stuff for the kids to build with and and sheets to hang between the boards and um and the kids did get started a little bit on some of it and and uh one of the days we had a whole bunch of friends here and um they were doing some woodworking and that was kind of cool but after a while they all kind of petered out and they just wanted to hang out and talk (laughs) which is fine and then the little guys just went in the other room and played legos (laughs) which is (laughs) fine too because we just wanted to because unfortunately our classes are over at this point so um our our um homeschool charter class enrichment classes that Becky and I, our kids are enrolled in um, they're done for the year so we're not seeing our friends every week like we were so we wanted to try and get friends to come over so you guys got to come over for one of those days and that we was did, really yeah. fun. That was a really nice day because it was a smaller day. There was only two families here. Two? Yeah, two families I think Yeah. and then the other time there was like five families here. It was crazy! That would there was be all crazy. kinds of drama going on too but nothing horrible <laughs> but um, yeah so I <laughs> Uh, yeah, but it, the, the first day when you guys came over and, and our other friend came over with her son, um, it was nice and quiet and the kids seemed to enjoy themselves. So, so that was cool. Um, so, our spring break was nice and quiet and and mostly uneventful, but, um, you know, nothing big. Uh, let's see. So, um, Noodle Homeschool is still going strong. Uh, I've mentioned in previous episodes, but for people who are new to the show, Noodle Homeschool is a new business that I just recently launched where I am doing online classes for kids using the platform Moodle which is a, a, an online classroom not classroom um, instructional type program where you can do classes online and um, and I'm trying to make it like it's not all online like I have activities like I have book lists and and crafts and stuff like that where they'll print something up and then go and do it in real real world so it's not like all Online, and it's going really well. I think I have about 31 students enrolled now in my amazing race course. So, so all the country stuff that I've been doing, I've been putting online, and, um, and the people enrolled in the class, their kids are doing it. And everybody so far that has given me feedback, I'm not getting as much feedback as I'd like, unfortunately, but everybody's been busy. And then spring break was in the middle of all that. So it's understandable. Everybody's busy and it's the end of the year. But um, hopefully I'll get more feedback as time goes on. And so far, everything's been positive. So um, I, I, I kind of want to get some constructive criticism so I can fix things and, and, and improve things. So, so if you're part of the class and you're listening to this, because I know I have quite a few you that are um, listeners to the show as well uh, make sure you email me or post on the Facebook group because I want to know I want to know it, what it's you okay if you say something that's constructive exactly. criticism she won't cry she promised I will my feelings won't be hurt I want to improve I'm constantly tweaking it trying to make it better and I just was just last night I was up till three o'clock in the morning working on it because I was so obsessed and I was on a roll and I was tweaking this I've got this whole interactive part um at the beginning that's kind it's kind of like a It's kind of like a quiz, but it's not exactly because it's like I'll ask them a question and then I'll give them links to go and find the answers themselves. So, they're learning how to do online research and stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, and it's kind of, I'm trying to make it fun, but like my first run through, um, I've gone through it like, I think I've revamped it tweaked it here and there like three or four times now um keep adding and improving and and then I realized that I put way too much words in some of the pages <laughs> and I tried really hard not to but I'm going back in and pulling stuff out Okay, I don't really need that in there I don't really you know so like I sat and watched my son do it the other day and he kept wanting to skip over parts and I'm like okay I need to reword that because yeah. <laughs> he didn't want to sit and read it now Maven probably wouldn't have had a problem doing that but I want to make it it's for all ages so I want to make it a, a something that they can all enjoy so anyway but it's it's coming along and and i'm really excited how how things are turning out it's um and and people are are telling me that it's it's you know that it's really a um a relief to have part of their kids education that they don't have to actually do the planning on Right. (laughs) so i'm like that's the point (laughs) i'm doing all this stuff for my kids anyway might as well sell it so other people can use it too (laughs) exactly so yeah it's working so it's uh it's taking hours and hours and hours though so i have raised the rate so it is now twenty dollars for the session for the whole series but you get eight countries for that so um the link will be in the show notes but if you want to go check it out it's homeschool com forward slash amazing race and all the information's there and i actually just revamped the whole sign up process i i hope that I've improved it I think I did I think I've improved <laughs> it greatly because <laughs> it wasn't very clear before but um, so yeah um, let's see what else is happening um, Tyron's gotten into Kindle reading my mom gave us her old Kindle she got a new one so she gave him her I think it's like a first generation it's a really old one yeah um but he doesn't he doesn't need anything fancy he's actually totally ecstatic because he can read all kinds of books now <laughs> exactly
0: and and you have instantaneous access to books exactly. if you want something you know you can go to the
1: library and boom you've got it that fast you don't have to wait until morning or whatever yep.
0: that's why i love having
1: our kindles Plus he likes it because it's basically his. Nobody else uses it. Maeve's not interested at all. And I don't really... I, I may at some point use some of it. I just don't have time to sit down and read. I, I do everything audiobook. So I do everything through my phone. But um, so, yeah, he's having fun. And I had at one point in time used to keep up with all the free Kindle stuff that was always being published. You know, there's all those groups you can join. So I had like over 100 Kindle books in this in my account already. Um. And a bunch of them were Minecraft books, and he's been eating them up. <laughs> so, and I just got to get in there and and keep keep up with it and find more because he he really is enjoying reading them. And he says, "Mom, they're so good." Like <laughs> all these. Um, there's like a diarrhea. He likes all these diary have you seen these books? The diary of the Minecraft books? There's like a diary no. of a zombie and a diary of a this and a diary all these different characters in the game. And diary of a Minecraft chicken. <laughs> I think Stone Marshall, you, you yeah, maybe him. not. Mm-hmm. Stone
0: Marshall has a whole set of yep. of Minecraft books out that Danielle read and really enjoyed.
1: Yeah, I don't know how good the qu- good quality of the reading is, but he enjoys it. So that's all that matters. Or that's you know, right. how I was, too. I was like, yeah. I don't even care. It's words on paper. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> it's getting him to actually read again, because he's he's so back and forth when he likes something, he's obsesses on it and he'll read it for hours and, and like just chew through it. But then getting him to sit down and start a new book is like pulling. Yes. Teeth. <laughs> what is up with that? <laughs> Yeah, and Maven's kind of like that too. Although she's a little bit easier to to get her to start a new book, but she's actually been finally going through her Christmas books. But um, yeah, Flynn's, Flynn's
0: log. Those are the yeah, names. those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Danielle really liked those a lot.
1: Yeah, I haven't gotten all of them because I was only getting the free ones. I didn't really feel like spending money on them.
0: <laughs> so but they're they're cheap. They're like yeah. you know like a dollar yeah, or something. They, are. they and were,
1: Eventually, I'll probably start buying them. I was just going for all the free stuff I could find currently. So. So he likes them he's having fun with that and he really he's like, where's my Kindle? <laughs> he like loves that it's like his Kindle and <laughs> so it's really cute. And I love that there's no games on it to distract him because <laughs> so, yeah. it's all books and uh, I think can you do audiobooks on there too?
0: Um, it depends yeah. on which generation Kindle
1: it is. Oh, I'd have to look at it. I have no idea. Uh, we had our 16th wedding anniversary. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. That was just kind of weird to think that I've known him for 18 years and married to six, to him for 16 years. That's like weird. I know, right? <laughs> so, yep, that was cool. And Tieran participated in the Science Olympiad. I don't know yes. if anybody out there has heard of the Science Olympiad, but that was pretty cool. Our um, homeschool charter that we're enrolled with gets involved in a lot of these public school activities it's kind of cool because when when you've got a kid who wants to participate in these kind of things um it's kind of cool because we have an in. so he <laughs> he's funny because he got involved and it was kind of cool because they had it set up so that they were practicing during class time they actually had a class time that they were practicing every week and he kept switching um events <laughs> <laughs> so he'd like oh i'll do this and then it turned out to be way too hard and he was like can I drop that? And so he dropped it. and I was thankful. Oh my gosh, he did that. He was going to do the egg drop before. And I was like, oh my gosh, it was going to be way too hard. And then the next one, we could not figure out how to do. It was just not working. And um, so basically, it's like, a, it's a science challenge. You're given a challenge. Like the one that we couldn't figure out was like, it's called barge building. And it, you're given a, I forget what the inches were, uh, eight by eight or no, it was centimeters. It was like eight centimeters by eight centimeters piece of aluminum foil, make it into a boat. And then um, you're going to be given some kind of cargo. So it might be pennies or marbles or washers or something like that. And you have to predict how many of them it will hold before it sinks. So, Every single time we did. So the, the idea is you're supposed to figure out how much your boat can hold. But, of course, if you're remaking it every time, and if you have yeah. a nine-year-old who's not has no attention to details, <laughs> it doesn't work the same every time. So we're measuring it, measuring it, measuring it. It was different every time. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like we were getting so frustrated, and he was not having fun anymore. So I'm like, you know what? I think we're going to bail on this. And at the last minute, she, the uh, Roxanne, the lady, one of the moms that was uh, leading the whole thing, Suggested maybe he partner up with another little girl, who um, who was doing another event that actually he knew had some knowledge of. It was just you were supposed to know uh, insect facts, and um, and take a test together. You have to answer the questions together uh, about all these insects. And um, he's like, sure, I'll do that. And the little girl was happy. It was Hadley, and um, yeah. yeah, and uh, and they were they're a perfect team. They worked together really well, and it was super fun. And I was totally avoid like dreading going to this thing especially since we didn't have a car so we had to hitch a ride with another family it was this whole drama trying to figure out how we were even gonna get down there because it was in visalia an hour away and i was like i don't even want to go and we have to get up super early to get there in time and i was like why did we get involved in this and then we got there and we had a blast a total blast i was so glad we did it so and he won third place (laughs) Awesome! <laughs> he got a medal. He was so proud. It was so cute. So I think we'll probably be doing it again next year. But now we know better about how to choose our our, <laughs> our topics. Yeah. Maybe I thought that the, the quiz ones were kind of lame because I was like, oh, how fun would that be? You just have to like memorize facts or whatever. But it was way more doable than the other ones. So we'll see. We'll see what happens next year. But yeah, we had a, we had a blast. It was totally fun. And I completely was happy that I stuck, it, stuck with it, that we stuck with it. So cool so let's see lately we've been surviving testing how are your kids doing with it? oh wait you're jack's not doing it is he jack is not daniel did you opt is, out for him i did i was gonna say because it wasn't this year when he was supposed to start huh Third yeah grade. he
0: was yeah. supposed to start this year and i wrote a letter to um daniel the superintendent mm. superintendent is that what he is
1: yeah Whatever. superintendent yeah.
0: yeah superintendent and i um told him that jack would not be testing this year because i felt that the pressure of testing would be detrimental to where we're at right now we're like we're in a really good place right now yeah yeah now and jack is moving forward really well and i don't want you know a a number somewhere to make him feel bad about sure absolutely not to mention that uh, in order for him to be able to test he would have had to have a monitor sitting by him the entire time and they've only got one teacher that's doing (laughs) Like there's like one teacher and then she goes and runs and has her
1: lunch while another teacher swaps out. And you imagine <laughs> if one had to sit by Jack, yeah, the whole we time. Have, we have a lot of IEP kids at the at the charter, so and uh, yeah, I'm sure there's lots of kids that need help.
0: Yeah, so I was just like, forget it. I I it's Danielle already understands the concept that I don't care about the test scores, and right?
1: She knows yeah. why we do it, nice and too. she
0: she has internalized this. Jack's not quite there yet, so.
1: Yeah, yeah, so those of you guys listening, we are not protesting at all. We're just <laughs> we're supporting our school. We're supporting yeah. our enrichment classes and the family atmosphere that we have here. So, cuz that's how they get paid. So, I've told my kids from the get-go i really don't care now do your best don't just like you know blow yeah, it off don't slack off right. right do the best you can but don't stress if you don't know the answers just guess just yeah. keep moving just keep moving and they know that and they told me that the math test was so hard that they didn't even hardly know any of them and i'm like eh, well i had heard that the common core test because this is the first year that they've done the actual official common core test last year was just a test of the test so right. we never got any results back but um and we didn't really hear anything about it either but um, And I think it was a big fiasco, actually, last year. I don't think it worked well at all. It did not. <laughs> but this year, it seems to be, for the most part, technical difficulties seem to be at a minimum, at least at our school. And um, and they could, both of my kids, both of them said that it was so advanced. And I was like, yeah, I had heard that it was... Advanced.
0: The math test starts out, like, with the hardest
1: question. Yeah. 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 So, um, but I told them I don't care. Honestly, I would prefer they don't take the tests, but the only reason I'm doing it is just so that the school gets paid, because I know there's a lot of families who need to opt out, and I want to make sure that that we can help make that possible by my kids. That's
0: exactly why we do it, because there are so many families that opt out, and and if too many people opt out, we lose our charter.
1: Exactly. And it's such a wonderful atmosphere. We just love our charter. It's so, I mean, there's not a single, in our area, there's not a single charter that exists that gives you the kind of freedom that ours does. No. So, I mean, because we're not told what to do or how to do it at all. They're completely open. They have unschoolers that they're happy with. I mean, it's amazing what this school is like. I hate using the term school because it's not really technically a school, but I don't know what else to call it. Right. (laughs) But uh, I know people... We don't have another name for that yet. Yeah. (laughs) I know people who are listening to us for the first time, when they hear us talking about our school or our charter, they're probably like, wait, I thought they were homeschoolers. (laughs) (laughs) We are. We promise. We just homeschool with a you know with help with help yeah with aid with with enrichment classes those enrichment classes are awesome
0: the enrichment classes are awesome and the fact that they do all that paperwork for us is kind of awesome too i kind of like that
1: well there's only a lot of paperwork because we're with the school though because there isn't that kind of paperwork otherwise (laughs) (laughs) if you if you're you're homeschooling in california you only have to turn in one tiny little thing but um but yeah, the fact that they're too, they're keeping records for us. Yes, which that's going to help meant. for high school. Yeah, yeah, they keep records and they have tra- they create transcripts for us. So then I don't have to even think about it. So. Yep. And Maven starts uh, high school next year, so that's when it's going to start to actually really count the the, the, the transcripts. So. Yeah. yeah. So let's see. I think I'm. What else? Anything else? Um, we did a science experiment this week that actually well, the kids had a blast with it, but it wasn't actually fully successful <laughs> oh, why what happened the, the vinegar part worked great the we soaked the egg in vinegar and the shell came off um dissolved and that was so cool um and then you're supposed to soak it in one in water and one in sugar water well i don't know if we just didn't put enough sugar in or maybe we put too much sugar in but the sugar water egg was supposed to shrink this is an osmosis experiment and um, the water one was supposed to grow. Well, the water one did grow. It got bigger because it, it's showing how the water, you know, osmosis goes through the semipermeal mem- yeah. well, membrane. Um, but the, the other one, the sugar water one, it only it shrank a little bit, but it was not dramatic enough to really make a big difference. Like you couldn't really tell
0: <laughs> that much. Uh, we did an egg experiment like exactly at the same time that you guys were. I
1: know that was so crazy.
0: We did ours. It was from uh, Chapter 4 of um, Real Science Odyssey Chemistry Level 1. And you took an egg and you soaked half of the egg in toothpaste. Like, I literally put toothpaste on the bottom of a glass. By the way, don't use a deep glass when you do that because it's really hard to get that egg back out.
1: Oh, I bet. (laughs) (laughs) You should
0: have seen me. I had a butter knife. I'm trying not to break the egg. It was craziness. You can just turn it upside
1: down. Cause it no, stuck cause to it? It, it stuck because it was in yeah. there for five days. Oh, so God, the, it was like s- cement, I bet. It was. <laughs>
0: um, and you would think I would remember that from when I did the experiment with Danny, but of course not. <laughs> so we soaked our, half of our egg in toothpaste for uh, five days, and then we put it in the vinegar, and only half of our eggshell dissolved. Mm-hmm. Because the half that was in toothpaste obviously was reinforced. right? And so um, ours wasn't an osmosis experiment as much as it was an experiment looking at calcium and how calcium works and stuff. But I think it's kind of neat that you and I were
1: doing egg experiments at the same time. Yeah. Well, the vinegar thing made it all worth it because the kids were super impressed by the dissolving of the... And it only took 24 hours. It was crazy. It was gone. Boom. 24 hours. It was gone. The whole shell. It was nuts. And those, those eggs are so strong. Yeah. Like without, the, without the shell, I don't, even my husband didn't even realize that that membrane, he thought it was like paper thin, I guess, because he was like, well, how not it going to just like be too, isn't isn't it just going to fall apart in your hands? And I'm like, no, from the video that we watched, because they had a little video on how to rinse it off, it, it looked like it was pretty sturdy the way that they were rinsing it. They weren't super gentle when they rinsed it under the water and my, my kids weren't either and it was fine. It was totally fine.
0: Yeah, now, it was, when we
1: took a pin to it, it was a different story, but... Well, you know, take a pin to me and I won't be very uh, sturdy either.
0: Yeah, yeah well, I, I took it out and put it on a spoon and I let Jack and, and uh, our friend uh, Baby John was here. Uh, poor child, six years old. We still call him Baby John. <laughs> <laughs> he was here. While I let the boys poke at it and everything and check yeah. it out and, and um,
1: it was pretty awesome. Yeah, that was pretty cool, so... Yeah, so I'm thinking that maybe we'll have to, I don't know if I want to repeat it, or if I want to try something else, I don't know, but um, I'll have to look and see if there's any other osmosis experiments that we can try and see if they work better, because this one, it wasn't super impressive, The um, because, I, you know, if one had shrunk a lot and the other one had grown a lot, like, that would have been really dramatic, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but it's not quite as dramatic, and... So not as impressive, but, oh, well, that's happened. That's what happens sometimes. Some things just don't work out the way you expect it. So Great. they were really also impressed by the fact that it was kind of see-through, you know, and that you could see, like, you shake it and the egg, the yolk was, like, swimming around in it. It was cool. Yeah, yeah. It moves around and, yeah, uh, it's kind of cool. It, it was kind of cool, actually. Yeah, yeah. I think I'd like to just dissolve the eggshell again <laughs> another time just to play with it. <laughs> it's kind of cool. <laughs> just neat to watch, but let's see. I also played Minecraft for the first time. Uh, last week that was so fun i have not laughed that hard in so long because i was totally like inept <laughs> it was fun and the kids were so excited to teach me how to do it mom mom come over here mom <laughs> you know, like, no mom mom you gotta back up you can't mine if your face is up against the wall <laughs> I was laughing so hard. I literally had tears just streaming down my face and I couldn't breathe. I was laughing so hard. We just had so much fun. So we would definitely be doing that again. Um, I wanted to learn Minecraft because I had to come up with the idea that we should, I don't know if we're going to do it a lot for this season since the season's almost over, but maybe for next season I'd like to get into the habit of creating something, a monument or some kind of a landmark for each country in Minecraft as we as we go to them with Amazing Race to add another, another activity to our create station. Mm-hmm. So um, I thought that would be really fun if we could do it together. Like, let's make the Eiffel Tower together. Although I was informed by Maven that I was thinking a little too difficult. Like, you're not ready for the Eiffel Tower yet, Mom. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, let's get you in the game and learn how to walk first. <laughs> so, I'm like, I want to make the Eiffel Tower. And she's like, that's pretty complex, Mom. Yeah. Wait, uh... <laughs> i'm like all right let's make a tory gate for japan that would be easy okay let's do that anyway (laughs) that's oh one last thing i have to make an announcement after now that i've babbled on for like an hour (laughs) (laughs) um bitty bedtime stories is coming back i'm so excited i had to announce that because um he hasn't been back for months and and i know i've talked about bitty bedtime stories on the show before, and he had no time to do episodes, and I think he ran out of funding at one point too, so he lost his hosting. Um, and I've been talking to D, who's the guy who does Biddy Bedtime Stories. Love Biddy Bedtime Stories, and um, check it out, Biddy Bedtime. St- Actually, no, I was going to send you to the website, but it looks like the website's down right now. Check the check the uh, the show notes. Um, I'm putting the link to the Facebook page on there, and it's a little bit detailed for me to verbally say um and he does still have the facebook page although he hasn't updated that in like two years either so i just told him you got to update this because <laughs> he's coming <laughs> back may 1st so if you follow the podcast in the pa- if you followed it in the past or if you haven't yet just do a search on your on itunes for Biddy bedtimes b-i-d-d-y bedtime stories and may 1st he's coming back so tyran is so excited and tyran is the little boy voice that you hear at the in the intro <laughs> tyran recorded the intro for the show cool super fun yeah we're so excited so anyway so becky now that i've rambled (laughs) on and on and on it's your turn what have you been up to (laughs) well um let's see we have been playing
0: with diy.org which is this kind of awesome website where kids can uh try out new skills and earn badges real life and uh virtual and uh it was mentioned on episode 34 by one of the parents that we interviewed. And I remember thinking then that I really wanted to look into it because we're not really doing any scouting anymore. And um, I kind of miss having like that uh, organized, you're going to do this, then you're going to do this, then you're going to do this, and then you get this cool badge when you're done. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, Which is part of the reason why I started the scouting here, the Spiral Scouts here, but we don't have that anymore. So um, I decided to check this out again and we're really diving into it. Jack has already earned a Minecraft badge. And Danny is working, uh, oh, and Daniel, I guess, has also earned um, a Minecraft badge. And Danny is also working on the fashion design badge. So I thought it'd be kind of fun to work on some of those badges over the summer and um, give us something kind of organized to do as opposed to the disorganization that's usually going on around here in the summer. Um, Jack-Jack has finished level two of All About Reading remember about three episodes ago, I did a review of All About Reading, and mm-hmm. I had mentioned how super impressed I was with it, and I continue to be super impressed with it. Cool. Um, I'm amazed now that, that there, are, when we're reading along in the book, there are words that I'm fairly certain I've never introduced um, Jack to. Um, but he's able to read them. So, I'm, that's pretty awesome. It's like when Danielle was little and she was reading a book and she just said pumpernickel without, like, a thought or anything. It, and I know that she had never heard the word pumpernickel before because, I mean, who says pumpernickel? Yeah.
1: And,
0: and, and she just popped it right out. Well, Jack's doing the same thing now. And it's kind of awesome. <laughs> and, see, Danielle just walked by and wanted me to let everyone know that I have dyed her hair blue. Just the <laughs> ends. Um, She's super happy about that. But then she went swimming with her friend and now it's green. So I'm gonna have to redo it when oh. I redo mine. Yeah, blue washes out to green. So anybody out there who's thinking, hey, I'm gonna dye my hair blue, just keep in mind it washes out to green. So you have wow. to keep you have to upkeep it a lot to keep it blue. Um, Danielle's been doing some really cool experimental paintings. Um, she did one recently where she put down a bunch of painters tape and taped it all off, and then she mixed together some really cool blues and purples and stuff. Um, it's kind of and we have real canvases that she um works on, so um that sure a gift from uh, her uncle, I think and so um now I have some paintings to hang on my pretty much bare living room walls mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, that's kind of awesome. I keep saying that's kind of awesome, don't I? <laughs> it's all awesome. <laughs> Everything is awesome.
1: <laughs> oh, no. that have the song in my head.
0: <laughs> all across the country, kids who are now, listening with their parents are now singing the song. Singing, okay. Um, what? Last, so two weekends ago, I guess now, we had a great time at the Fresno Mini Maker Fair. Cool. Um, did you guys go? No. Oh, we went and we dragged Tiffany along kicking and screaming. She wanted to go to the Mennonite sale, but uh, I, I convinced her kids that they wanted to go to the Maker Faire. Yeah. <laughs> so she ended up having to go with me. Um, there were some fantastic booths. Our school had like that whole back room in the Fresno Art Museum. Oh, nice. Yeah, um, they had a sewing thing set up. They had a thing with, um, the Lego, uh, Mindstorm robot things. Oh, cool. Um, they had some, they were making recycled bags out of t-shirts. I mean, or bags out of recycled t-shirts, I guess was what I was trying to say. Awesome, awesome stuff are, uh, that they were doing back there. And, um, there was great, booths going on inside. Um we got to talk to this guy who makes paper airplanes and like makes the fastest paper airplane or it was I guess the longest flight of a paper airplane, Ripley's believe it or not, kind of thing. Um he was he was really cool. Um and then there was a full sized blue whale calf skeleton. Oh. Set up on the grass. Um that was from Sam that uh Sanger Arts and
1: Oh right, right. Yeah I can't Math? think of what the is it math?
0: No. Math. It might be math. I'm not quite sure. Um, it's a an organization down in uh, town south of us here. Mm-hmm. Um, they had they brought that up and it was, I mean, like, you don't really think about how big a blue whale is. But then when you look at a calf of a blue whale and realize that you could comfortably sit inside its rib cage and probably have a cup of tea. <laughs> and then you think a full-size blue whale, you yeah. literally could, like, stand up inside of it and, like, run around. It's <laughs> it's crazy how big it is
1: yeah
0: um also uh pg and e had this really cool thing set up about you know the whole don't dig without calling first and they there were these guys and they had like chain they had like rubber gloves on and like regular gloves on and they were like electrocuting these little figures on this on this uh (laughs) like model railroad looking little (laughs) setup like if you dig (laughs) here Yeah. If you fly a kite here, it was fantastic. We had so much fun watching him electrocute the little guy. (laughs) (laughs) So, Danny taught a class at our charter school on flower dissection. I know I talked about it a little bit in the last episode that we were getting ready for it, but she actually has taught it now, and it was a rousing success. Awesome. With most of the kids really, really enjoying it. And um, our educational coordinator, Mary Ellen, uh, reported that uh, several children turned in the flower dissection lab sheet (laughs) that we used as their science uh, sample for the last period. So that's cool.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, our lessons have been slowing down kind of in general around here with Danny doing testing, taking out like whole days where we literally get nothing else done, but just her going and doing that. Um, it's been kind of rough around here and you know how much that drives me crazy when we get off track and don't get Mm -hmm. work done. But then I look at it like, you know, we're going to be working over the summer, so it's okay. We'll get it done eventually. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I got to remember to um, check our math books back out for the summer so we can continue with those. Um, and that's about it. I kind of chimed in on what you guys were doing because what we were doing was the same as what we were doing. So yeah. now would be a great time for our sponsors. This episode
1: of the Savvy Homeschool Moms is brought to you by Moving Beyond the Page, the homeschool curriculum that I use for science, social studies, and language arts. I get to read great books, do creative projects and activities, and learn critical thinking skills. Learn more at www.movingbeyondthepage.com and use the coupon code SAVVYMOMS for free shipping on your next order. And by Math Mammoth, the math curriculum all the Savvy Homeschool kids are using. Math Mammoth offers affordable, high-quality, mastery-based work texts and workbooks for grades 1 through 7. Our moms love that it fosters independent learning, since the work texts are nearly self-teaching, requiring very little teacher preparation. Check out free samples and placement tests and learn more at mathmammoth.com. Click buy at Coggy and enter the code SAVVYMOMS to save 25% off your order.
0: This episode also sponsored by Pandia Press, publishers of comprehensive science and history curriculum. We love the hands-on labs incorporated into Real Science Odyssey and the fun projects that we do with History Odyssey. Pandia Press offers a fantastic try before you buy on their website so you can see how the program works for yourself. Visit pandiapress.com for more information.
1: So now would be the time where we would normally have a homeschool topic, but because we are trying to get this wrapped up as quick as possible for you guys so that you didn't have to wait any longer, um, we're skipping that for today and we will resume next episode. Um, But instead we're going to share a little announcement that we have. Um, We have actually just today set up an account with Patreon, which is a site which enables fans to give ongoing support to their favorite creators um, there's a really cool YouTube video that I'm gonna put the link in the show notes for. Actually, maybe we'll even, we can probably just embed that video in there if you want to do that when you're creating yeah, the I show notes. Yeah, can do that. Yeah. Um, and it explains it really well, but, um, I'm going to read to you, um, our page there, the information that I just created today, because it, it explains it pretty well too, I think. So, um... It says, we put a lot of time and work into creating every episode of the Savvy Homeschool Moms podcast, and we are regularly reminded by you guys how very much you appreciate it. If you're a fan of the show, you know how that work pays off in every episode. The Savvy Homeschool Moms fans have always been an amazing source of emotional support for us. We regularly get warm fuzzies and huge ego boosts from all of you who drop us reviews on iTunes as well as comments and messages on Facebook and email us privately about how much you love and appreciate our show. We so appreciate you. Of we course, ev- do. We do. We really do. <laughs> of course, every business endeavor has expenses. Podcasts are a relatively low-cost endeavor, but they do have expenses nonetheless, and while we have some truly wonderful sponsors, we've almost exclusively received or used the funding to achieve materials and resources to homeschool our children. We're so very grateful to have the opportunities to do this, but we still have ongoing bills to pay to keep the Savvy Homeschool Moms producing episodes, so we need your help. If you like and benefit from our show and would like to show your support in a financial way and help ensure that more high quality episodes continue to be created, please consider becoming a patron of our show here on Patreon. Help us out by providing us a means of consistently covering expenses so we can focus on continuing to provide you with quality content. Yes. So so I was just real quick going to explain one little bit that is not in there is that basically what you do is you pledge a certain amount per episode. It can be as little as a dollar. That's totally fine. Um, Every little bit helps. And then um, you can set the maximum amount. So like, Uh, we're never going to ever have more than four episodes a a month. (laughs) That would be amazing if we even got up to three or four, I think. But so if you did a dollar, you'd only be paying $4 for the month. But um, so you can know that probably most month at this point will only be one or two episodes a month. So you can kind of calculate how much, but if you're worried about that, you can set a maximum amount. So it'll never go over whatever your maximum amount is that you set it to. So it's, it's really handy. So.
0: And we're not just going to have you, you know, pledging money to us out in the wind and not do anything for you. (laughs) So, we have set up these fantastic rewards that um, we are making available to our listeners. So, if you pledge a dollar or more per episode, we're going to add your name to our appreciation section in the sidebar of our website. That's cool. You get to have your name on our website, right? Pledge $2 and we'll add your name and we'll link it to your business or social media page on our patron appreciation section of the sidebar of our website. So not only do you get your name, but you get a link to whatever you want it to be linked to. Pledge $5. We're going to do all of those things. Plus, we're going to mail you a Savvy Homeschool Moms bumper sticker after three months of pledges. And just so you know, between you and me, we're working on getting a new logo made. And we're going to make sure that that bumper sticker has the new logo on it.
1: You guys are going to be excited about this. I'm excited. Yeah, about this. yeah, yeah. After three years, we figured it was time for an upgrade.
0: Yes. And $10 or more, you're going to get everything that you would going to have gotten at the one, the two and the $5 level. Plus, we're going to mention your name in every episode as a patron of the show we're going to have a little section where we're going to say and we want to oh, It can be like romper stomper bomper boo
1: what um, <laughs>
0: Uh, oh, you, yeah, Bay Area thing. Uh, okay. There was a woman who would say, I see Cindy. She would hold up a mirror. It was a kid's show and she would say, I see Cindy and I see, and she would name off all these names and you would hold your breath and hope that she would say your name. Aww. Even though if she said Becky, she didn't really mean me. She meant every child named Becky who was watching the show. <laughs> I would still get really excited that she was going to say my name. So <laughs> I was just thinking it's the same sort of thing. People will be like, oh, they're going to say my name. Just wait, just wait, just wait. There it is. <laughs> So those are just a few of the rewards that um, we're offering. We're going to be working on some new ones in the future. In fact, if you think of anything that you're interested in, we were thinking like, Coffee mugs, stickers, tote bags. PBS makes a fortune on tote bags. <laughs> so I think there's quite a few things that we could um, have in there as reward. So let us know if you think of anything that you would ha- be interested in having with our faces emblazed on it. And
1: uh, <laughs> we'll see if we can work that into our rewards. Yes, we're very excited about all these new things that we're coming up with. Super excited. So, uh, time for our books of the week
0: and tina what have you guys been reading
1: okay this is gonna take a little while (laughs) i know gosh (laughs) stop it you're making me look bad I'm not going to go into what all the books are about because that would take like another two hours. I'm just going to list them. And those of you guys who really, because a lot of you guys have told us that you love hearing our books um, and we didn't do it last episode because we were trying to shorten the time that we were recording um, so we can get it done. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so I'm just going to list them. But remember, they're all on the show notes. So what are we, uh, 55? Yeah, 55. Yes. So this would be at SavvyHomeschoolMoms.com forward slash 55. Um, to find the actual list and they're all linked to amazon they all have amazon links so you can go right there so let's see together we have finished since the last time we talked about books which was episode 53 (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we finished harry potter and the goblet of fire and we are almost now finished with harry potter and the order of the phoenix that tells you how much time has gone by because that is a big book that is a
0: big book (laughs)
1: So I'm not going to list all of the picture books that Maven read because there's quite a few, and and they're all detailed on the website. You can get the whole list there. But she read quite a few uh, nonfiction picture books on Van Gogh because we started off the section with talking about Van Gogh in our lessons. And um, there's some Japan books and some Thailand books. Um, and then we moved into Namibia, so there's some books that are like there's a cheetah uh, book there, and they're all really good. Some of them are better than others, of course, but I, I pick the picture books um, sometimes because I saw them listed somewhere, and so I don't I don't always know if they're going to be good, and so th- not every single thing that my kids read is fabulous, but when I recommend them to other people, I usually tend to um, pick only the really, really good ones. Um, but I think, if I remember correctly, almost all of these were really quite good, so we lucked out in the latest batch, so um we really like picture books, especially the detailed picture books, because some of them will take a couple days to read. They're, they're that detailed. I call them picture mm-hmm. books, but there's still a lot of info. Like that um, that France book was had a lot of information in it, and it was really actually quite interesting. It didn't look like much. It looked like a, looked like a textbook, but it was not at all worded that way. It was really good. Uh, let's see. So I'm going to get into the chapter books that she read. Those are the ones that I know you guys really want to hear. Um, the Peculiar... Um, and the What not, two different books, books one and two in a series by Stefan Bachman, The Grim Legacy by Polly Schulman and The Flame of Olympus by Kate O'Hearn. And she tells me all of them were really good. So I think that she said the Flame of Olympus. she wasn't sure she wanted to read the sequel though, so I guess that one wasn't as good. But uh, the other ones she's asked for sequels too. so <laughs>
0: <Cool>. <laughs>
1: pretty good so. Now, Tirin, he read a bunch of picture books as well, though not as much as Maven. And again, a bunch of them on Van Gogh. Um, and then he read some Thai books that Maven didn't. Um, and then I have all his Kindle books that he read. He read, and I think they're all, yep, they're all Minecraft. <laughs> well, there's not <laughs> that many, but. Uh, Rescue Island by Stone Marshall. Minecraft, Diary of a Minecraft Chicken. by That's one book. Um, by Steve Crafter, and The Quest, The Untold Story of Steve, by Mark Mule. Um, I feel like there's more that somehow didn't get written down, So, but that happens sometimes. So, um, like I said before, those I don't know how high quality those are, but he loves them. So there you go, if you have a budding reader <laughs> that likes <laughs> Minecraft. <laughs>
0: so. I can guarantee you they're not super, super high quality, because Danny read a lot of those too. Yeah. But <laughs> They're definitely,
1: I mean, there are words on paper and that's sometimes the best you can hope for. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Now, for me, I actually have listened to a whole bunch of audiobooks recently, although the last week or two, not nothing, but um, but since the last time we talked uh, about books, I have read quite a few, so, or, I always feel like I'm cheating when I say reading, when I didn't read it, I actually listened to it, but, right. Yeah. <laughs> you get what I mean, so, um, and every one of these was really good. Yeah. Um, The All-Girl Filling Station's Last Reunion by Fanny Flagg. Oh, my gosh. This was fascinating. It was like a um, historical fiction Mm -hmm. back during, um, what what years was it? I want to say the 20s. I want to say it was like 1920s, 1930s. I can't remember exactly. Seems like it was around the time of Amelia Earhart, I think. Was that 20s? I can't remember. Yeah. Around, right around there anyway it was like this i don't remember it was a while ago now so i'm remember i'm already started this, some of the details are fading away but i remember that it was a family of sisters and their dad owned a filling station and at one point they had to take over and do the whole filling station and they had this whole it was a big big deal um because they it was during the war this was world war i want us it was the 20s It would have been world war one wouldn't it was it Okay, I am horrible with history. We have not studied World War One. I. I know World War II was in the forties, okay. so it must have been World War One. I'm guessing. Anyway, it was during the war, <laughs> one of those wars, and um, rationing and all that kind of stuff actually kind of put them under. But before that happened, they had all this thing where the girls would strap one of the one or two of the girls would strap on roller skates. Like everybody would come to their to their filling station to uh, to to buy gas there because it was like this whole event to go to their filling station to get gas it was really cool it was all family run stuff it was really neat so and there's a whole bunch more to the story of course but pretty interesting and uh two i think of the two of the sisters were um like uh pilots they were actually pilots which is a really big deal at that time so mm-hmm. Yeah, so anyway, it was really, really cool. And it goes back and forth between modern times and that time because it's, like, this woman who f- just found out she got adopted and she finds out this. F- so they're talking about the family, that she was her birth family, and then she's finding out about it. Anyway, they keep going back and forth between modern times and, 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 and the past. So I really recommend this book. It was really, really good. <laughs> and um, it's just really interesting, and you really didn't know what was going to happen. Um, and then the next book I read was Three Souls by Janie Chang. And that one was so weird. I'm actually forgetting a lot of it. It was really good. I remember it being really good. It was like this woman who died and then she had to go back and make peace and stuff. And I don't remember exactly what happened. <laughs> <laughs> but it was really, really cool. Weird, but really, really cool. I think it was like ancient China or something like that. Um, good book. Uh, Powers That Be by Anne McCaffrey. Um, my favorite author of all time. And that was really good. Uh, the Mark of the Dragonfly by Jaylee Johnson. Another really, really good book. Um, That one took place on a train. It was this whole sci-fi thing. It was really cool. I didn't even get into it. It was so intricate and weird. But um, (laughs) Peaceful Parent, Happy Kids. I know I've talked about the last episode that I finished it, but I want to put it on the list again because during that time period, I finished this. That's when I finished it was during this time period, and I want to put it on the list again for anybody who didn't hear me talk about it before. Fabulous, life-changing book. Peaceful Parent, Happy Kids by Dr. Laura Markham. Um, the Integral Trees by Larry Niven and then Ringworld by Larry Niven. And now I like Larry Niven, but boy, he's weird. <laughs> That's a weird author. Like the the Integral Trees was bizarre and Ringworld, ugh, just bizarre, weird. Like I almost felt like on the same level as the um, Hitchhiker's Guide, except I really like this one. <laughs> Shh, <laughs> bite your tongue. It was weird, but it was a weird that I could get into. So I don't know it was cool so those are the books I read what have you guys been reading well I've been reading a lot of um
0: articles and stuff lately so um I've actually you know that that whole um save link thing on Facebook where you can save links oh yes okay so I went in there and I had about 75 articles saved oh my gosh (laughs) so I thought it was probably about time to start reading some of them so I by hand because Facebook is a jerk moved all of them over to my pocket account so that uh-huh. I could read them in my read quick, which mm-hmm. is a thing that feeds me one word at a time at 350 words per minute. Oh at my my gosh. S- that's my slowest speed. I, that's when I'm around other people when no one else is around, I can do 525, but it has to be quiet for me to do that. Um, and so I've, that's what I've been reading. I've been reading like a ton of like marketing stuff and Facebook, not Facebook, a lot of uh, homeschooling stuff and just a lot about dyslexia and stuff. So that's mostly what I've been reading lately. But Danny and I are reading Gathering Blue by Lois Lowry together. Um, if you guys remember, she just finished The Giver. And so I thought it was good to move on to the next book um as her fun reading as opposed to her reading for her um language arts curriculum Mm -hmm. and um i am reading mad world the oral history of new wave artists and songs that define the 1980s and, of course, I had to check it out because it was a great big picture of Duran Duran on the cover. <laughs> <laughs> 20 years later. Well, more than 20 years later now. 30 years later. And I'm still a huge Duran Duran fan. <laughs> and um, so, that's been kind of cool. It's it's very throwback to my uh, teenage years. And um, been enjoying that a lot. Um, Danny is listening to uh, The School for Good and Evil by Soman Chennai, I'm mm-hmm. guessing. Um, it's the first book in a series. Um, I th- just checked it out of the library as just like she wanted to listen to a book. So I thought this looks good. It's available right now. Give it a try. If you hate it, then you don't have to listen to the next one. Yeah. And she's reading the secret of the Andes by Ann Nolan Clark, um, which is a story about um, a young boy growing up in um, the Andes, <laughs> the Andes mountains. I, I lost the name of the, what's the thing? The, the cloud place. And what Danielle, What's the place? The, the Hidden Valley. Thank you. The, <laughs> it's in the Hidden Valley of the Andes Mountains. And okay. um, she's reading that for Moving Beyond the Page. And I didn't list all of the books that Jack-Jack has read for Moving Beyond the Page because it's all, like, Cinderella picture books and stuff we've been reading about, like, um, folk tales and fairy tales and things like that. So, mm-hmm. um, But he has been knocking out the Ricky Ricotta and his Mighty Robot series by Dave Pike- Pikeley. Pilkey. Dave Pilkey, I'm guessing. <laughs> I'm so bad with pronouncing people's names. My apologies for butchering people's names all the time. Um, he That's by the same author as the Captain Underpants books.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Yes. In fact, um, I talked to Ananda and Ananda was like, yeah, if he can read the Ricky Ricotta, he can read the, the Captain Underpants. Oh, nice. So um, we may move on to Captain Underpants. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, at this point, if he reads words on paper, I'm happy. Yeah. Um, I'm okay with, what do they call it, Twaddle?
1: Yeah.
0: I'm perfectly okay with Twaddle, as Mm -hmm. long as it's words on paper. Um, He's read the first four books in the series, um, and they go in the order of the planets. So, it was the um, mutant mosquitoes from Mercury, (laughs) and the voodoo vultures from Venus, Mm -hmm. and then the Earth book was... um, was just the ricky ricotta and his mighty robot the very first one and then uh, we went to the what was the monkeys there was a monkeys from mars and a, it mecha, mecha monkeys from mars that's what it was <laughs> the mecha monkeys from mars they're pretty funny and they have this really cool part called the flipporama and we always look forward to the flipporama you hold the book in a certain way and you flip a page back and forth and it kind of makes it look like real low-key animation.
1: <laughs> <clears throat> and it's
0: always the big fight scenes between the mighty robot and whatever menace from outer space is coming. So um, those are pretty cool. If you have a, a boy who is um, into, like, like fighting superhero kind of books, um, he might enjoy them. It, it's all based in Squeakville, and all the characters are mice. So, mm-hmm. and everything is named after cheese. It's... <laughs> Um, Speaking of books, if you're planning on purchasing any of the books that we just mentioned from Amazon or Audible, please consider clicking through our affiliate links in the sidebar at our website uh, at SavvyHomeschoolMoms.com. We have links to Amazon, Audible, Discount School Supply, KirkClick, and more. It won't cost you anything, and it helps support the show. Yep. And I didn't say licking. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so proud of me. Yay! (laughs) So, Tina... It's time for links of the week. What's your link this week?
1: Oh, my goodness. I have bedtimemath.org. Now, I discovered this as an app. They actually have a Bedtime Math app, and it's awesome. And I didn't know that there was a website. I can't even remember how I found out about this now. I'm I'm wishing I could remember just because I'd like to go back and thank whoever it was. (laughs) Um, Basically, it is a daily math problem. And I've been looking at their website since I picked this. Um... And it looks like you can't, because I only knew about the app. The app, it's every single day, there's a new problem. And they're actually really, it's not, it's fun. Like, they they have really interesting stories. And some of them are really super easy, like crazy easy, but that's okay. And some of them are like, I'm not sure how to solve this. Like, for example, here's one. Uh, This one's called Big Jumping Bunnies. This is their most recent that they have posted and it gives like one paragraph a story because you got to remember it's got to be small to fit onto the screen. So they're short. It says horses are great runners and jumpers. So sometimes they strut their stuff in jumping shows where they have to leap over tall fences without tripping. But a much jumpier animal now does this too. Rabbits. Uh, In this video and on the website, they actually have a link to the video, but on the the app it just says in a video or something like that. Um, we see sporty fluffy bunnies compete in rabbit show jumping. It's tricky to teach rabbits to do this. They aren't as smart as horses and have to run while on a leash so they don't wander off. Sometimes their human friend has to reset the bunny to a better spot to jump, but in that straight course of 12 hurdles or little fences, the winning bunnies jump over all 12. They also trained to see who can jump the highest and the farthest with the world long jump record reaching almost 10 feet we humans like to jump like to run the hurdles the high jump and the long jump too so when you're a big kid you can be a jumper too and then they have a math problem that goes with it so uh, we always skip right to the big kids and this one actually turned out to be really easy sometimes that happens but sometimes they're not so easy the, the problem here says the record winning rabbit jump was 9 feet 10 inches how far short of 10 feet is that Ah. Hint if needed. A foot has 12 inches. So you don't say that, you don't read that to them unless they need the hint. And then, bonus, uh, this is a bonus question. If each hurdle is five feet apart from the next, how far does the bunny run from the second hurdle to the eighth hurdle? So you have to really sit there and think about it. Um, and we do this at dinner time um, when I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I have an alarm, but it never goes off when we're actually sitting at the dinner table because our dinner time is always so different times but and there's also a little kids and a wee ones so the it gets progressively easier and the wee ones is like ridiculously easy but if you have like a preschooler they could totally do it the preschooler what the wee ones for this one is the checkerboard hurdle is the fourth one in the straight jump course how many hurdles do the bunnies have to jump over before that one Hmm. so we're talking little kids (laughs) yeah and then the next step the one in between those two is called little kids it says if every third bunny makes it over the checkerboard hurdle starting with the third bunny will the seventh bunny make it bonus if two bunnies tie on the number of hurdles they cleared the faster one wins if one does it in one minute 47 seconds and the other does it in two minutes three seconds who went faster So it just kind of makes them think and it's like at different levels. So you pick whichever one works for your child. And then they always, not always, they sometimes have one called the sky's the limit. And that's a really hard one. And that that one we usually can't answer. (laughs) Let's see, this one looks, let me see what it says. Uh, If the bunny has just five hurdles left and jumps only two of them, how many possible pairs of two hurdles could that be? So I don't even want to think about it right now. But <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> and then it has the answers too, of course. So, so the choice here is you can get the app and all this, all the the questions, the nightly questions happen on the app. They are posted to the website. And they also are emailed out, so you can choose whatever works best for you. So you can get it emailed to your inbox, you can go to the website and read it yourself, or you can go get it from the um, from the app. I love the app; the app is great. And then you just tap, and even has animations on it. It's really cute. So sometimes, like if you tap some, like there's been times when I've tapped something and it has like a spaceship, and like when you get it right. Like, when you tap to go to the next thing, the spaceship, like, takes off. And so it's really cute. <laughs> so, yeah, it's really cute. And it really, some of them are, like I said, super easy, even the hard ones. But, some, they like, they introduce you to weird, like, big jumping bunnies. Like, where would you ever learn about bunny, bunny competitions? You know, like, they introduce you to silly and weird things. But sometimes some really, really cool... Things like this is the this is the app that introduced us to um, Fib- was it Fibonacci Fibonacci
0: spirals?
1: Yes! Oh my gosh! I had kind of heard about it before, but because of the questions that we got in this app about the Fibonacci numbers, yeah. Um, we went and researched it and watched videos and then we discovered we watched the Vihart videos on Fibonacci. Yes! Oh, my gosh, it was so good. And I knew about Vihart. But then when you put one thing together with another in a different way, like all of a sudden you're like, oh, I got to go read this. I love Vihart. Oh, my gosh, that was so good. So I love this app. This app is amazing. I just got to remember to do it every night. I keep forgetting, <laughs> <laughs> but my kids love it. They're like, "Ooh, bed! I hear the alarm go off when we're actually somewhere where we can do it." They're like, "Ooh, bedtime math." Well, my son at least, he's like, "Ooh, bedtime math. What's the what's the problem for today?" So <laughs> cool. it's really really cute. And if you look, if you go to their website, there's more on the website. Um, they also have a Twitter, and I just discovered they have a Pinterest board actually not a board on a, a Pinterest account. And they've got 22 boards on here with all kinds of math. Now the whole point of bedtime math is to make math fun. And they have a, like a completely different way of looking at math to make it fun. And they have this crazy eights math club. There's a link on the, on their website where you can find out all about it. And this is a nonprofit organization, this bedtime math um, organization. It's a nonprofit. It says it's a nonprofit operating foundation funded by private donations. Um, so their whole point is to get, let's see, they, these resources support our mission of helping kids love numbers so they can handle the math in real life. Um, and all the proceeds go back to Bedtime math. And, um, and they have this club that I am so totally going to look into now because it looks really fun. They even provide all of the materials because they've gotten funding for it. So they provide the mater- most of the materials they provide to you. Um now it's supposed to be for an after school club so I'm not sure how they'll I will have to go talk to them and see if they'll let us do it for a homeschool I'm sure they, they most places will let you do it for as a homeschool club but um but they don't want it done during school time that was the thing because they don't want it to be something that feels like it's forced they want it something fun so i think it's so cool and they have all kinds of neat ideas and they have like you're building things and you're like doing all kinds of fun things to make math fun so this is a cool website and they have printables there's all kinds of printables on here i just saw i can't seem to figure out where the page was that i saw all the printables on but when i find it i'll put it in the show notes you can just stick printable in the search box and you'll find it um, a whole list of printables I just can't find the page that I originally found it on, but, but I found the one I was just thinking of. Um, it's called Math with a Splash and it's this whole activity where oh my gosh it looks so fun. I, uh, the printable here, let me click on the printable here because it was it was like you you have to have a grown-up stand you like you have to they, I see a protractor, I see a mom with goggles on and holding a measuring cup on her head and you're spraying water on her. like they're doing this whole thing about squirting water. Um, and figuring out the slope for the best collection of water. Um, it's. <laughs> It's so cool. It says, it's raining math. Measure up. Um, you. Uh, this is all what you need. Where's the information? But how many trips did it take to fill the two-liter bottle using the one-cup measure? Um, fill a bucket with at least 12 cups of water. Work together and use a variety of measuring cups for each extra fraction fun. Um, and they have, like, a whole diagram here of, like, making a um, – like, using a gutter to make a rubber duck float down a stream and, like um, – uh, this is the one we use the protractor for. How long it, would it take to to go down a slope of a 100-foot slide with the... To go down a 100-foot slide with the same slope? Can you calculate your feathered friend's speed in feet per second, miles per hour? Uh, it's, like, really complex yeah. stuff. I am like, holy cow. I'm, I need to, like, dig into this and find out more. But anyway... Check out BedtimeMath.org. There's some amazing stuff on there. Uh, uh, There's just so many. And they have books. They have Bedtime Math books, um, uh, picture books that they sell as well. So just really cool stuff. So I highly recommend checking that out. So what do you have for our link, for your link of the week? Well,
0: mine's a little different than yours as opposed (laughs) to mine is just something really, really cool.
1: Um,
0: (laughs) The International Space Station, I'm sure you're aware that's the Uh big space station that's floating above us all the time um it has an hd feed that shows the camera that's pointing down from the european section of the uh it's mounted on the external payload facility of the european space agency's columbus module (laughs) it's basically an hd camera that is pointing down at the earth from the international space station And the cool thing about this is you can click it on, and like right now I'm looking at it, and I'm looking at, um, like the horizon of the earth. And so there's actually several cameras that are point, that are on it, but the one that they, I think they show the most is the one that's pointed straight down. At least that's the one I see the most when I go here. Now, the, the URL is kind of weird. It's EE eol.jsc.nasa.gov forward slash for fun forward slash hdev yeah don't remember all that just (laughs) go to savvyhomeschoolmoms.com forward slash 55 and it will be there now this um if you go to the website and the image is black um that just means that the international space station is on the night side of the earth The, the cameras aren't lit so and if it's gray that means it's switching cameras. So sometimes it's gray for a few seconds while it's switching from like the downward facing to the forward facing or what have you. And if there's the camera's not working at all, it gives you like a little message on there. And if you so you look at that, so I'm looking at the horizon it's gorgeous. I can see a piece of the international space station on the side. It's pretty cool. Um but if you scroll down a little bit, you can actually see where the international space station is in relationship to the world in real time. So like right now Oh gosh, it's out in the middle of nowhere in Russia. Like nothing I can uh know <laughs> there's literally like no cities, nothing around here that I could tell you where it is at. But it's it's <laughs> out in the wilds of Russia at the moment. Um passing over uh you know the the eastern side of of Asia there. Mm-hmm. Um but you can see exactly where it is and then when you look at the picture you can go, "Oh, that's, you know, that's Russia. That's cool." Or, you know, we're looking at America or wherever. Mm-hmm. Um it's pretty cool, and it's a part of an ongoing experiment to actually find out how um, the image quality of the HD camera degrades when it's um, uh, exposed to a space environment. They say ma- mainly they're interested in cosmic ray damage, and I'm guessing that's so they can have that information for when they send stuff out into space. They can know basically how long the camera's going to last oh, out yeah. in the Yeah, in the cosmic radiation. So in the meantime, while they're doing this really awesome experiment, we get to see really cool um, sights from the Earth. Oh, wow, that's really neat. Sorry. Um, It's very cloudy where they're at right now. Um, And uh, we get to see these awesome uh, views of the Earth that there's really no other way that we would ever see this. You know, Mm -hmm. this is not something it's not like from the moon when we look at pictures from the moon they're way way far away the international space station way closer way more detailed pictures hmm. and i wish we were looking at someplace that wasn't all cloudy because i would love to be able to tell you exactly what i'm seeing but i'm seeing some really awesome cloud formations so that's <laughs> cool. so check it out um it is uh the high definition earth viewing system from
1: nasa very cool yeah So now we have um, a little listener recognition. Um, last thing of the day, (laughs) um, we have one wonderful review, five-star review from Tweety Andy. Um, you know who you are. (laughs) It says, I came across this podcast during my research for secular homeschool information to prepare for my first year homeschooling a kindergartner and a preschooler. I was really unsure and scared and this podcast helped me, helped me to realize that I really can do this and that it will be hard, but totally worth it. Now, as I am wrapping up my first year, I look back and realize that I owe a good bit of this success to this podcast, and these ladies, and of course their guests. that's so cool. That is so awesome <laughs> <I know. laughs> On my days that I don't know where to go or what to do, I go back and listen to the previous episodes and feel reassured to keep moving on. Just keep swimming, just just keep swimming. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I have learned so much from this podcast about homeschooling techniques, curriculum, time management, and how to let go of having full control. I rec- <laughs> yeah, you didn't learn that from Becky. <laughs> <laughs> I recommend this podcast to everyone I meet that is thinking about homeschooling and to all my fellow homeschoolers that have been in the, cl- in the club for a while. I look forward to each new episode because it is like meeting up and having a conversation with good friends. Keep up the great work, ladies. Well, Well, thank thank you. you. Yes, thank you. That was wonderful. That was so nice. Stuff like this, it totally makes our day. You don't even get, you you don't get to see the big smiles on our faces, but they're there. (laughs) (laughs) Love, love, love reading stuff like that. Keep them coming, ladies. If you haven't left a review yet over on iTunes, head on over. We'd love to hear what you have to say. We may even read it on the show.
0: You can also leave them on Stitcher.
1: Yep. And uh,
0: what's the other one? There's another one, too. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Check what you are using you yeah, yeah. listen to podcasts and see if you can leave a review there because we're kind of light on reviews
1: other places besides iTunes. Right. We have a lot on iTunes, though. Thank you so, so much. Keep them coming, though. That's wonderful. Yes. So that should do it for today. I actually didn't think we'd have that much, but we talked for so long. We did. <laughs> we'd love to hear what you thought about this format without a uh, topic. Obviously, we want to... Um, Primarily provide you with homeschool topics. It's not like we're going go oh, to go yeah. taking that out every time. We're just wondering if from time to time if you like these kind of shows because it's easier to produce. I mean, <laughs> even just coming up with our our, our our links and our books and our catch-up for the week, of, well, month, <laughs> um, takes a long time and so we knew it would take even more if we had to come up with a topic and so we knew you would prefer to get this out earlier. So um, that's why we did this and if you like this, let us know or if you don't let us know that too so that we know whether or not we should do this again so yes yeah so if you like our show please leave us a review on itunes and tell your friends all about us for links
0: to resources shared in
1: this episode
0: and to view notes on all of our shows you can visit us on the web at savvy homeschool moms.com and you can find show notes specific to this episode at savvy homeschool moms.com forward slash
1: 55 and while you're on our site you can drop us a note or a voicemail and let us know if you have any ideas for show topics or guests uh, well, goodbye, everybody. Have a great week and
0: come back and take a break with us again next time. Yep. Goodbye.
1: Bye. And we're... <laughs> <laughs> if you are a fan of the show, you know how that fa- that works. Oh, God. We regular... Uh, are you laughing? <laughs> no, my oh, son is sneezing. Oh, I thought you were laughing. I'm like, wait, what? They are? I'm not. I swear. <laughs> it's just Jack sneezing in the background. <laughs> I thought you were going to- <laughs> like that part wasn't funny <laughs> I'm sorry no it was just sneezes yes that would be really cool yes. that was really lame
0: <laughs> it was really hey. super lame we are lame
1: by Margaret Gay Galone M- no that's not right <laughs> Gay <Gage> Alone.
0: <laughs> Gay <Gage> Galone <laughs> basically it's a camera that's pointing down from the international space station on space station <laughs> I'm turning into uh, Sean Connery.